Hi, my name's Nicole. I have been uh, working with Rachel for the past several months. And I would just say, you know, she's a wealth of knowledge. She's natural at what she does. She gives you, you know, advice that I think you can use every single day. She's super real, leads you down the right path. Um, I've enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, her skin camp is exceptional for anyone that wants to take a bit of a deeper dive. It's like being in the bathroom with Rachel. She guides you through everything. She's super passionate about it. You have the ability to watch it over again. Um, by far worth all the investment. I go back to it all the time for reference. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host as an advanced aesthetic registered nurse. I help people all over the world figure out some of the best ways to rejuvenate their skin and kind of help them on this path of what I don't like to call anti-aging, but proactive aging. So thank you so much for joining me today. I have a very special guest. We have Diane Kayser here. And we're going to talk about some really rad things, and we're going to be focusing in this three-part series on focusing on non-toxic beauty. So in the first episode, we're going to talk about, well, what is a non-toxic beauty summit? And Diane has actually graciously invited me to speak on this, and I'm actually the closing speaker. So we're going to be sharing with you guys what that is all about and what you can learn from it. In the second episode, we're going to be talking a little bit about Diane's story and well, what is this whole breast implant illness topic all about and toxic load and all of that. So we're going to be clearing that up for you in the second episode so you can kind of get the straight up goods and a little bit of insight as to what some of the leading experts are saying on this topic. In episode three, Diane and I, we've discovered that we have some pretty neat common threads and we're going to be sharing with you guys what makes us really rad women. And we're sharing this stuff with you guys in an effort to help you learn how to challenge yourself and build confidence. So it's going to be a really fun series and I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so this is basically the episode I've been wanting to do for a really, really, really long time because I'm sure some of you guys listening like what I've seen like pictures of Rachel doing like scuba diving horseback riding dirt biking like going out in nature with like bear spray and an air horn like what is she up to like what is that all about and so in this episode I'm going to share with you some really cool stories and Diane Kayser and I we have some really neat overlap with some of the activities that we do and we are going to share with you why we kind of like to do these sort of quote-unquote male-dominated activities as women and how it enriches our lives and helps us build confidence and helps us have a lot of fun in the process. So let's talk about those. What makes us really rad women? I mean, we're just not going to be apologetic about this because you're mm -hmm. super rad. I noticed this when I met you. Your energy was really fun. So what makes you a rad woman? <laughs> the play, I think. Yeah, that's it's the play. I like to think of peas as play, passion, purpose, and we connect with each other in play, right? So there's this, oh, okay. There's this really cool image from Burning Man. Um, and it's, I don't know if you guys have seen this before, but it's a, uh, the sculpture is of two adults and they're doing this like pose where they're just frustrated and their backs are to each other. 
And on the inside are these two little children and they're reaching out to each other, touching hands like, like, gosh, I really wish we can get past this frustration and just be kids again. So that's, that symbolizes to me everything about life is that as we grow into adults, we have all these responsibilities. We carry all these expectations and all these stories and projections. But what I think makes us rad is our ability as adults to connect with the inner child inside of all of us that just wants to play, that just wants to be present, that just wants to get out there and get on a horse and take off and feel free, but yet connected at the same time and smile and giggle and really unapologetically fully live life as though it literally is our last moment. Because my godfather passed away about 10 years ago, a little bit longer, 15 years ago, a tree branch fell on his head and killed him. And it was right where my brother was sitting 30 seconds before. And my brother was pregnant with their first child and his wife was eight months pregnant. So life is miraculous. Life is a miracle. Every breath is a miracle. Every moment's a miracle. And ever since that moment, I thought, wow, that could happen at any moment. But I'd rather live my life as though I'm living it at its fullest. And I know my godfather is the very last moment he was. So I think it's cool that we all can. And we take risk and we get out there and we don't live from our fear. We live from fun and faith mm-hmm. within reason, of course. <laughs> I had a really fun weekend trip with one of my girlfriends. I've actually known her since I was 13. You know, thinking back to the age when we're all 13, we talked about what you were like when you were 13. Well, I'll tell you what I was like. I had like the craziest hair. My curly hair was the like the worst thing that you could ask for as a teenage girl having no idea how to manage it and it was really awkward my sister had cut it off really short and so it had no weight to it so it was just a full-on fro and we have to see a picture of this you have to post this you must share it now yeah I'm gonna have to share it now and I used to actually cut it myself and dye it myself I used to dye it Caribbean mahogany when I was in Ooh. middle school, it was like red, purple. Anyways, I thought it was really pretty. I t- tamed down Sounds some of the frizz. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so I actually met my longest standing friend when I was 13. So I was that that girl that, you know, was going to all these youth groups and, you know, honor student in school, did all the sports, yada, yada. And then one of my best friends ended up being, you know, she had immigrated from Poland English was her second language. She just had a really hard time with life and struggled with acne and was almost kind of dubbed like one of the black sheeps, unfortunately, in in my class. And it was really sad. So for some reason, I don't know why, but we just we just clicked. And it was like opposites attracting, but we really weren't that opposite, right? We just kind of looked mm-hmm. a little different. And... Um, mm-hmm. But but anyways, so what I'm getting at is uh, two weekends ago, I called her up and said, let's just go have fun in nature. And I live on Vancouver Island, and it, we were having a big storm that weekend, and there's this really beautiful place on Vancouver Island called Port Renfrew, and a particular botanical beach. And so we made the drive up, and you know we had all our safety gear. When you're doing some of these trails, Wanted Beaker Trail, you got to have your bear spray, an air horn, you have to take a pocket knife with you, just in case you run into predators like bears and cougars, which I've had multiple encounters with. So we're at this beach, and the intention that we had for this trip was, let's just have fun and be kids. And it was the coolest girls weekend I've ever had. 
the only money we spent as a, on the girls weekend was gas to get up there and maybe some lunch. And so the rest of it was all free. We just really immersed ourselves in the power of the storm. So the crashing waves and, and the sound of the wind and the rustling of the trees. And I found this little perch fully bushwhacked for about 50 yards to get to this, this little perch. And I turn around and, and try and call my girlfriend over and I'm yelling at her, Lana, Lana, come over here. She couldn't hear me because of all the sounds of, of the, the trees. So anyways, I went back to her. She's like, Rachel, I think we got to go. I think there might be like an animal here. <laughs> so anyways, we go down the path. And so you literally, she couldn't hear me shouting at her. And we're, we're going down the path. And and in the bushes next to us, like five feet away, we hear this like squawk. And it was a cougar. Like nothing oh, else no. makes that noise. And wow. it almost sounded like the first call of a seagull, but it's like, why would a seagull be in the bushes? That's a weird place to hang out. And anyways, so we just looked at each other. We're like, okay, there goes the air horn. We're just going to make our way back and make lots of noise. But we were just having fun being in nature and just really taking in all of the power of the storm. And it was just so regenerative just being in like the powerful elements and we were just having fun and kind of goofing off and things like that and so if you're kind of wondering what to do with your girlfriends you know maybe play it safe and don't go where predators are if, if you haven't been an island girl <laughs> raised born and raised in uh in that type of terrain but do something outside with your friends and not necessarily going out for drinks or cocktails and just be a little bit different. You don't have to like throw on all this makeup, do your hair, load your hair up with hairspray, have all these drinks, go out and spend a whole bunch of money to have fun. Go do it out in nature. Absolutely. I love, I love nature. Nature is truth. Like when you ask me what's true, it's like nature's truth because they don't have an agenda. They don't have an ego. They, ha they don't carry trauma from childhood. You know, they have a zebra gets chased by a lion and they run away and then they they're in safety and 30 seconds later they're back to eating grass they're not stuck in like fight or flight and cortisol you know land for you know the next 20 years of their life <laughs> so it really does nature has this beautiful calming effect and playful effect so you're talking about um seeing mountain lions and cougars, i yeah. have a con oh cougars yeah yeah so I have a connection with mountain lions and cougars and I have seen them twice on my horse and I felt them before mm -hmm. I moved mm -hmm. around the corner. I felt them and it was like, what a magical creature. And when you encounter things like that, if you don't, you can really get a sense of who you are based on how you react. And I was enamored. I was not afraid. I was like, look at this magical creature. Of course I'm on my horse too. You guys were on foot. So that's a little bit different. Um, but I've also done things like scuba diving with great, uh, not great whites, with uh, bull sharks, which are more dangerous than great whites. You might be thinking that you're stupid. Um, but I did the research and I was like, well, what happens with you when you scuba dive with bull sharks? They, I don't even think that they've even seen one type of human death underwater from a bull shark. Um, they, they think that we're seals if we're surfing and they mm -hmm. may go after us. And that's more like a great white thing. Um, but not bull sharks. So I went scuba diving with these bull sharks and no, lo and behold, I'm still alive. And I've, um, went out to the Amazon and did some night, night hiking and came across a black panther and it was stalking us. I was afraid then. Sure. 
but I had somebody who was there to protect us. I had somebody with a big knife and knew what they were doing. Um, I've been to Peru, I've been in the jungle and I just think to myself, you know what, if this is what happens and this is how I die, I'm in my, I'm in my best, I'm in my light. So it's like calculated adventure, but also pushing the edge and coloring outside of the lines. And the more that you do that, the more resilience that you get, that you build, the less that you fear, the more confidence that you retain. And, and actually if you, the less fear that you have about adventuring anywhere, it's also the same because humans are the most fearful creatures that there are. Right. So it's like the more you get, you know, you have breakups or heartbreaks or breakdowns, the more you realize, Hey, you know, I can get back from this. I, I get thrown off a horse. I get back in the saddle. I get thrown off a horse. I get back in the saddle again. And life is no different. So what are you afraid of? I loved how you said calculated risks because this is a, this is a common bonding experience you and I both have because we both scuba dove with sharks, and you did too. What yeah, kind of sharks? Uh, they were Caribbean reef sharks, and so I had done my research. They like never eat people, and uh, so yeah. it was my first open water dive. We went about sixty feet below, and we're on this beautiful reef. This is uh, on this this beautiful little island um, in Belize, and so you have the reef on one side and then it's just the open blue and then all of a sudden it's like three sharks just come from the blue and it was actually really cool I was diving with a SpaceX rocket scientist and his wife and a few other people and and two of the the scuba masters from the uh, Turnip Island Resort and we're all just looking at each other dude like shark shark with the thing with our hand on our forehead yeah And it was so cool. Uh, they came about three feet away from me, and they were about the same size as me, so definitely not a bull shark. But I just, you know, kept my appendages to myself and didn't move erratically. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's so neat to put yourself into situations like that, especially mm-hmm. when we're in nature and we're around these amazing animals and seeing how you respond seeing how you keep your cool and you're like, dang, I handled that. No problem. I'm yes. resilience. And I, that's such a beautiful thing for women to develop. Mm-hmm. So why do you love to put yourself in uncomfortable situations? I love to be challenged. I love to grow. My primary life value is growth. I love learning. And the only way that I can learn about myself is to go out in the world and learn how I respond to it. And, and I say that we're only as willing to go as deep within ourselves as we have gone deep on the outside world too. And so I've traveled to over 25 countries and I've done most of it by myself. I love to scare myself because I love to overcome things and trust myself. So really it's about this relationship where I get to connect deeper to me. I get to fall deeper in love with myself. I get to have a deeper sense of connection with who I am. And the more that I challenge myself and the more that I overcome, the better that I can be for others and teaching them courage. And that's why I call myself a courage coach is because like, well, how do I, I really want that out there, but like I'm over here and I I call it like the perfectionism prison. And every one of these bars represents a different aspect of ourself. Like when we were kids, we were taught that we're supposed to get straight A's and, and be perfect. And that's one bar. And we have another bar that we were supposed to, where we should believe that, you know, we have to put masks on for beauty to masks our, our innate natural beauty or another bar is that we have to give ourselves away and take care of everybody else um, in order to matter. 
And so there's all these different bars and those bars all represent some sort of trauma that we've experienced. And then before you know it, we're in this cage and we're looking out there going, I really wish I could have a life like that, but how do I get there? And it's like, well, let's carve out one bar. What scares you? Where do you feel like you are imprisoned to your thoughts to some sort of system or belief pattern that you don't agree with necessarily? Well, my mom told me they should this. And so I've always thought this, but I really don't believe it, but I'm doing it because I don't want to offend my mom or get kicked out of the family or whatever. And it's like, well, hold on. Do you think your mom will still love you even if you don't believe that? Well, I don't know. Well, maybe you can have a conversation with her, have an open-hearted conversation. What I find is that what I've done with my family in these situations is that we end up having a better relationship because I stand for my own truth and I don't make it that they're wrong. I just say this is my own pattern. So the more that I've been courageous in my explorations physically, the more that I've been able to be courageous in relationships and the more that it's helped them grow. And so when I'm growing, my clients are growing, my friends are growing, my family's growing, and we can all grow together. And this is truly how we save the world. We change the world. We change our own inner world. So I, I just love it. And I feel like this sense of achievement and the sense of achievement is inside of me and I own it. It's not that I'm out there scoring tons of goals. You know, like I played professional soccer. Great. I scored a goal. I defended a goal. That's a sense of achievement, but that's not my own. That's our team. And it's not really organically who I am. So it's a spiritual achievement versus like a physical achievement. And so much of our focus today is about this out there, get straight A's, get good grades, you know, perform well, make a bunch of profits um, and, and matter, matter based on that formula. So thank God for the rebel in me that was like, I don't want to matter in that formula. I want to matter in my own formula. And then I found you find yourself every time you find a deeper, more beautiful, amazing, badass aspect of you every time you hurdle it. And if you don't hurdle it, then you get to experience how you talk yourself through it. Well, okay, we're going to do better next time or whatever. Or do you shame yourself and go back into your prison? So I don't want to ever go back to that prison. And I was there once. And that's why I love pushing my edge because I don't want to be stuck ever again to the confines of how other people say I should live. Yeah. And I think that mold for women is just, it continues to kind of break and shift. But mm-hmm. I noticed when I was younger, uh, there weren't a lot of other women that were kind of doing what I was doing, you know, dirt biking in my high school years and, and things like that on the weekends, going to the motocross track. And it was, I was kind of different. I was a huge tomboy growing up. And it's funny, my dad was even talking about how my sister were Dutch, right? So she had this very tall body and it's almost like her legs didn't quite catch up with her with sports. And then I had this more sort of sporty athletic type figure. And uh, I, I just think it's great for you to embrace what makes you unique. And if you're like, oh, I kind of want to try that activity. Mm, I don't really see a ton of girls doing that. Well, who cares? Just do it. If you feel like it's going to excite you and light you up, take some calculated risks, of course, but do (laughs) things that make you uncomfortable, whether that is in your leisure time or your professional life. And it just brings so much satisfaction. So if you're kind of a little bit shy or weary to try new things, when you get in the habit of always pushing yourself to try new things, it really actually is great for your brain. In the first episode, we talked about Dr. Joe Dispenza. And it's this concept of neuroplasticity, even when you're driving, taking a different route home. 
So you're making little different connections in your brain. It's really, really good for your mental health. Yeah, or put your purse on one side versus the other, or just don't carry a purse and wear a backpack because purses could cut off circulation on your neck. It's like dare, dare to, dare to walk or others have not dare to color outside of the lines dare to tell other people you know what I don't want to pick one color my favorite color is rainbow well you're supposed <laughs> to pick one well I'm not going to my my favorite color is rainbow <laughs> you know that's my favorite color and you're not going to tell me I have to pick one <laughs> yeah and there's so many different archetypes that we've just sort of been oppressed by for so long and the molds are really shifting. And really one of the reasons why I'm sharing these experiences that, you know, Diane and I have both experienced is because it really builds confidence. So if you're mother listening to this and you have a little one, really think of what activities they could do that could build confidence that might be kind of out of the typical oh, these are what all the little girls are playing with. I realized at a really young age, I think of grade one or two, that the girls that I was around were like, oh, you're my friend. No, you're my friend. No, you're my friend. And I just started playing with the boys on the playground. It was so much more fun. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't have all the drama. We just wanted to run around and hang on the monkey bars. (laughs) Maybe that's why I turned into a tomboy too. I never thought about it like that. (laughs) Really? Yeah, well, I mean, I've always thought that I was a tomboy because... I, my dad and I had such a good relationship, but maybe it was because I was just like, I don't want to do this favorites drama, you know, complaining, pitching at each other game. I just want to play. I just want to run. I never thought about it like that. I, maybe I could, maybe one, maybe I'll have a dream tonight and a memory will show up and it'll be one like that you just described. I don't know. I just thought it was cool just to be out there in nature and just, just doing the thing instead of talking about the thing. Like let's, let's do the action instead of just talking about the action or arguing about who's going to do the action first or who can do the action better. Let's just go do it. Do you think that participating in quote unquote male dominated activities makes us more awesome and well-rounded women? I think it makes us fit women. That's for sure. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, it makes us more resilient and I do think it builds more courage and it, I think it, builds more balance between the masculine and feminine, um, and compassion. You know, I, I know a lot of women who aren't really in touch with their masculine side or maybe are in a way that's more like forceful or pushy, um, or maybe hypersexualized, but not necessarily in like the sporty realm. And we, and it, and it makes them, they are not as compassionate or connected to what it means to be masculine. Um, and so there's less forgiving, um, there's less connection to, there's less compassion, there's less empathy for, let's say, they're, they're in a hetero relationship. They can't be as, as connected or any of those things because they're not in touch with that side. So I think it makes us definitely more, more balanced. Um, and, and, and also what I love is to, to be a chameleon, not in the sense of codependence, not in the sense of giving self away or blending in. But having so many touch points so that you can, you're so diverse that you can blend in any one crowd. You're, you're not judging a certain crowd a certain way and like, well, I'm not going to go there because they're not like that. Well, you can just blend in and accept everybody. You just accept them for who they are. And rather than cheat on yourself and betray yourself and try to fit in with them, you you connect with that part of you that is is like that and you find a connection and and and, and you're, you can connect with more people and help more people that way. 
and lift other people because you've lifted yourself. So yeah, I really, there's, I, I can go so many different directions with that. And also sports, you know, performing in sports, there's so much confidence that I've gotten from playing soccer. Um, but then there was the other side of it too, where I kind of lost a little bit of my identity because I've mattered so much in my performance. And then I had to find another way to matter inside of myself. Um, so I think this is just this beautiful dance between masculinity and femininity. And I think about dancing. I think about going salsa dancing and just being like, Hey, I'm going to make some stupid looking moves. I'm going to do some country line dancing and I'm going to try to do the move and I'm going to quote unquote, make a fool of myself, but that's not how I'm going to see this anymore. I'm going to push my edges. I'm trying. You cannot have clarity about who you are, what you want in your life until you have done the action until you've run into some walls and, and fallen down. You, you can't be clear in your life of who you are, what you want, unless you've just gone out there and done the thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Masculine, feminine, whatever in it is, just get out there and do the thing and not to experience yourself, experience yourself on how your thoughts are. When you're doing something new, realize that the only judgment that you're experiencing is the judgment between your own two eyes. Those are the real eyes. Realize that the judgment that you feel is the inside bully within you that's being that's projecting judgment everywhere else. So everybody else is probably looking at me. They don't care. They're thinking the same thing as you. So let's just all air quotes, make fools of ourselves together and just have fun. No one's judging you but you. No one cares but you. I wish you lived on Vancouver Island with me. We could have some really fun weekend excursions. <laughs> well, there's always a chance I can come there and have some facial stuff done and we can go roam free and get chased by cougars in the forest. <laughs> well, they don't really chase you. They just stalk you. They stalk you. <laughs> Sounds like some reality TV show. <laughs> oh, gosh. Cougar I... stalkers coming on next for the next episode. <laughs> I heard one once actually uh, walking in the brush in in the summer, so everything was really dry, and I thought it was going to be a deer. I was like, oh, looking for the tan hide of the deer, and no, that was the haunches of a cougar about 20 feet away. Beautiful. Yeah, it's not like that everywhere here, but for right. the places that I like to go to, um, so what I think makes me really rad is the fact that on the weekend, I just want to make time for myself and not hold mm. space for others for a short time just to let myself regenerate, rejuvenate. And I think one of the things that we kind of forget as, uh, you know, female professionals is we forget to tune into ourselves and giving ourselves that time to do things that light us up. Like one of my favorite authors, Rebecca Campbell says, and that excites us. And like what Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about you know, making new neural pathways. I think it just really strengthens us. So try and do some cool things with your with your female friends or if there's an activity that you've been thinking you want to try, I recommend you, you do it and encourage other women around you to do some really rad things as well that might seem a little bit uncomfortable, but it just really does. I agree with you. It adds resilience. And you know what? I say one more thing that isn't comfortable that we need to make more comfortable is doing what you just said is celebrating yourself. You know what makes me awesome? Is this. And then you state whatever it is. Every day I teach my clients and we embed this into their mind. This is the ignite portion of the program I help my clients through is ignite your life. And you start every single morning with three things that make you grateful. 
ah, yeah, yeah, Diane, I've heard that before. I tried that before. But have you tried it for 30 days? And have you tried ending your day with three things that you want to celebrate? Ooh. And let me add to that. It's not just celebrating, oh, this awesome thing happened to me. Celebrate the falls. Celebrate the fails. I call them fail forwards because you cannot find what works for you until you understand what does not work for you also. So celebrate, you know what? I got breast implants. They made me sick. Awesome. I can learn that. And now guess what? I got a, I, I, what I bought with that is I gained a greater amount of self-respect for myself and self-love. So can you find the light instead of the dark in every single thing that happens, not to you, but for you? So start your day, three things that you're grateful for, end your day, three things that you're, that you're celebrating. And it could be things that were not so pleasant, but you learned from them. I think those are the, the greater challenges that, that to celebrate. But when you do over and over, you will find the light in every single thing. And that builds resiliency and that builds courage and that builds confidence and that builds inner beauty. And then when you have that, don't let it waver. Mm-mm. Yeah, keep it. Mm-mm. One of the things I like mm-hmm. to do when I'm contemplating different things, like what you just mentioned, was actually old school pen to paper. And it's like yeah. free writing or free journaling. And you'd be shocked at sometimes what some of the different things come through are when you're not just thinking about something, but when you actually write it out. So if you're not mm-hmm. journaling right now, try it out. Do it when you're on your own. Have it be one of your rad moments to yourself. Write something nice about yourself. Write something nice about something you've done in the past and write something that you're looking forward to in the future. I love that. We've given you guys a lot of exercises today, so let us know how they, let's know how you're doing with them. We'd love to hear. Yeah. Awesome. Well, this is a really fun episode. Thanks so much for joining us, Diane. I'm really curious. I genuinely care. And I know Rachel does too. So when you guys listen to this episode, let us know, send us some love notes, you know, post wherever Rachel posts this and I'll share it too. I want to know. What are you grateful for? That's what my voicemail says. When you leave me a voicemail, tell me one thing you're grateful for today. And and when you challenge other people, they go, oh, not like, oh, how are you? That's just a standard. Yeah, I'm great. Or most of us are lying. We've had a crappy day. You know, the internet sucks or my phone died, something, something. I got yelled at. Like, can you find the good in the day? And can you celebrate the things that weren't so good and just say, but you know what? I'm being resilient. How is it going? How is it going? Discipline and consistency. Those are the things that people typically, like Rachel said, those are the things that people fall, including myself. How can I stay consistent? So it's just about doing these things. It's about living them with discipline and being consistent with them and then not beating yourself up when you're not. Just get back on the saddle. Get back on the saddle. That force is the connection to that is that, that which that is you. And most of us are like these stallions and we're at the gate, we want to race, but we just can't, the, 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 the gate hasn't opened yet. But the thing that opens the gate is that spiritual connection that you have to your higher self to get a little woo-woo on the, on the, on the out of this. No, this podcast is, is, is all woo. You know, you, you're the one that can set you free. That's it. You're the only one that can set you free. Mm-hmm. I think we've given you a lot today to run with, literally. I think so too, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us in this episode on the Rachel Varga podcast with Diane Kayser and myself. We are sure that you learned a ton and we'd love to hear from you. Go ahead and reach out to me at Rachel Varga official on Facebook and Instagram. And if you head on over to my website, rachelvarga.ca, you'll see this little pop-up 
that gives you access to my free treatment planning guide where I just basically give you a crash course into some of my favorite rejuvenation products available today and also some awesome pre and post recovery tips just to help you navigate this whole proactive aging impossibly well. And uh, if you haven't checked out my ebook and my course on helping you understand how to age proactively, that's called Unlocking Your Vitality, and you can register for that at rachelvarga.ca. But the main reason that Diane and I are showing up on this podcast for you guys is to actually talk about the summit that Diane has graciously invited me to be a part of and actually I'm the closing speaker so thank you so much Diane for doing the work that you do and taking the time to be on this podcast I'm so grateful for you why don't you tell everybody how they can register for the summit and where they can find you yeah absolutely well you'll provide a link on how to get access to the summit and you guys will have access to that for seven days for free from March 9th 9th through the 16th and if you want to keep all of them, you guys can buy them for a ridiculously low price. Rachel's gift is going to be a part of that. So you guys will have that access to that too. Uh, and then how to find me is dianekaser.com. I'm pretty easy to find. I'm the only Diane Kaser in the world. Maybe I should put official at the end of my last name. Diane Kaser. It's K-A-Z like zebra E-R. First name is D-I-A-N-E. Uh, you'll find me everywhere. Just type in Diane Kaser on Instagram. Uh, find me on Facebook. Find me on YouTube. Uh, I'm, I'm everywhere. Awesome. And one of the things I actually forgot to mention, which you brought up, is if you register for the summit, what I'm doing is actually gifting all registrants access to my ebook and course, Unlocking Your Vitality. I'm just really passionate about getting this information out there. And so the information for that is in the show notes below. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. And Diane, It's been a blessing and a joy having you here and we'll see you guys in the next episode.